Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to Angler Chronicles. This is Sergio. We're on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. My name is, like I said, my name is Sergio. I've got none other than my partner, the Hi. director of the AC Fishing Schools, Mr. Ron Hobbs. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, world, and uh, good morning, Sergio. All right, and I can see that uh, we're getting Steve Carson's coming up, and also uh, the earthworm himself is coming up. So everybody just hang on tight, and we'll get them in here. Um, What a week, Ron. I mean, the fish have decided to go absolutely crazy. It's, It's just fantastic fishing. Right. Yeah, you know it. Um, it's it's amazing what a good week will do for uh, everything. Actually, uh, it's just all of a sudden everybody wants to go fishing. Yeah. Um, so you might want to make sure that if you got want to get in there this year, you want to start planning it now. Give us a call. You know, anglerchronicles.com. Get our schedule there uh, because they are filling up fast. I've filled up three trips in the last week. Three trips, wow! Yeah. So, and usually we are sold out. So when there's these opportunities to get on, uh, you might as well get on. Can we go ahead and um, activate these uh, callers, please? Okay, hey, uh, can you activate them? Okay, so I want to talk to Steve Carson. You know, he was in Florida, so he'll be giving us some information on um, the iCast and all some of the new products that are out there. And then uh, I'm sure the Earthworm's got something to talk about as well. Um, before we go any further, I just want to remind everybody that this Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. Okay, so um, very, very, very important. I'd like to see everybody at Michael Sports Pub and Grill. Ron, what's the address? 15192 Golden West Street, okay. Westminster, California. There's no minister. It's, <laughs> it's Minster. Not when it, yeah, Westminster. That's right, right okay. Don? Right, yeah, that's for Don. <laughs> All right, so let me uh, go ahead and introduce here. I've got, uh, you know, you might as well just give him, might as well give him some. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? Good old flat top. I like that. And you know who this is, right? Yeah, it's good old Steve. How you doing, my friend? Without further oh. ado, Who's the Mr. Band? Steve Carson, Mr. Flattop. He said he has had the Flattop since, uh, since Noah's Ark. Isn't okay. that B-52s? Yeah, B-52, exactly. Okay. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. It's a miracle of modern electronics. Here I am. And yes, I did have a flat top. At one point. Uh, before that song was even released. Ah. Okay. Well, you hang on tight here. Let me bring uh, the other one. Okay, we've got a, we've got another one, uh, Ron. Okay. When you hear this song, you got to be thinking of totem poles and stuff like that, like the Vikings. Okay, so without further ado, the resident earthworm, 
Mr. Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports and IGFA. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Now, I hope you guys understand, and Ron and I, for some reason... We, we, I didn't sleep very much last night, Ron. I couldn't fall asleep. You couldn't fall asleep I either. I got to bed at one twenty-five this morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, me and around the same time. So I'm a little punchy. So the two of you are going to have to start picking up, okay, because uh, <laughs> Ron and I are tired. Both of you are, are calling from the comforts of your homes while we're in the studio, and, and we're, we're tired. So um, it's been a lot going on this week, and a lot more is coming. So... Having said all that stuff, let's get started with you, Andrew, and give us what's going on in the freshwater world. All right, so we are in the middle of summer, and it is hot. It is, it is, or, or, or I should say in the hundreds, uh, pretty much all week. Um, so the catfish are on the move. If you're looking for catfish, lots of lakes around here have stocked uh, catfish. You have Asperia. Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, all the regional parks uh, like Ukaipa, Mojave Narrows. Uh, you also have the Riverside uh, Regional Parks, Rancho Harupa, Lake Skinner, and Lake Cahuilla. All these places stocking fish uh, between 591 pounds for the regional parks up to an entire truckload at Santa Ana River Lakes. Pretty much common if you're going to be targeting these fish, use a Carolina rig and then base it on the day that you're fishing. For example, if you go to Santa Ana River Lakes on a Friday, they just stock the lake on Thursday. Don't throw out very far. The fish that, that just get stocked, um, they're not going to be very deep. They're going to be cruising in like three to four foot of water, kind of same pattern as a trout would be, um, you know, as soon as you stock them. Uh, they're not going to go straight out to the middle, but because how it, the amount of fish they've been stocking, if you're still casting way out there, you're going to get fish that have been put in, you know, weeks prior to that. So basically, Carolina rig. My I personally like to go eight pound test uh, through that. Uh, a smaller hook, a nice chunk of uh, you know mac bite or mackerel. Dip it in some cajun, blow it out, let it sit. Uh, I I change my bait every 20 minutes or so, sometimes 15. Um, if you're not getting bit in that zone, go a little bit deeper until you find where these fish are moving. They're going to be the most active early morning and in the in the uh, evening time. Um, but you can still catch them midday and all that stuff. Um, if you're going to be targeting those big fish, I know every week, you know, at Santa Ana River Lakes, you're seeing these fish in the 30 uh, to 40 pound range. Now, a lot of these guys, if you notice, they have full waders on, which means they're not walking into the lake. They're probably on their float tube. So they're either fishing in the big lake, somewhere out there towards the middle. Some of these float tubes have electronics. They're looking, you know, any kind of structure. Uh, anything like that out there, um, or they're actually fishing in the catfish uh, 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 lake there, which is, as you come to the park, it's to the, the left side, um, and they're getting really close to shore, getting under the sticks, under the weeds, and they're finding these big catfish, um, you know, catching them, weighing them, getting a good picture, and then releasing them. So kind of the same story with catfish there. Now, if you're looking for trout, trout, there is many options um, in the uh, the San Bernardino Mountains, uh, they've all stocked um, with uh, with the state stock here. So you have the Santa Ana River. Now, don't be confused. It's not Santa Ana River Lakes. This is Santa Ana River off of Highway 38. Um, they what, what they do typically is they pull off the 38, 
follow the river down, and then they're stopping in the places that, you know, easy access for the truck where the guy can get out and throw a couple net bulls in each uh, in each pond there. And the next couple of days, these trout will get, you know, spread out kind of throughout the whole way. Good way to keep fish would be, um, you know, throw a panther martin, um, you know, some kind of lure uh, on the backside of the of the pool there, um, and bring it to the pool real, real easy. If you see like some ledges or anything like that, these trout like to hide. Um, definitely want to be more sneakier though in a creek than you would a river or in a lake. Um, then from there, you have Big Bear Lake, who just had a stock. Uh, Green Valley, Gregory, and Jenks Lake. All these lakes have options for trout. If you're going to go Big Bear, you know they're getting a lot of them over there by the observatory, uh, by the Red House, by the dam. Um, you know, early morning. If you can get a jig out kind of far, um, you know, some guys are picking them up on jigs, but for the most part, if you're shore fishing, um, they're soaking, uh, they're going to soak power bait, you know, longer leader, trying to get it out there really far, um, you know, as far as that. But, of course, if you have access to a boat or you rent a boat out there, um, trolling, you know, by far is the number one uh, way to catch trout in that lake right now. And typically with the brighter colors, like you have uh, like a flicker shad, um, you know, anything like anything with a brighter color, maybe a Rapala in, uh, um, in like the fire tiger color, throw it about 60 to 80 feet behind your boat. And you're going to want to cruise around a mile and a half to about two miles an hour, um, at most. And then, uh, once the way I usually do it is I'll troll through. And if I get hit either a short strike or catch a fish, I'll if I have my electronics on, I'll mark that spot or I'll kind of look around and see what you know, where I can pinpoint where I just hooked that fish, and then I'll circle the boat around and go back and forth a few times and kind of run over that same spot. For the most part, that school is going to be in the same area um, from there. Now, if you're in a fish like Gregory Lake, uh, for the most part, you're going to be shore fishing. So same thing, you want to throw you, you know, your bait out wherever. If you get hit at a certain spot, try to match, you know, that distance offshore because for the most part, there's going to be more trout that are cruising that kind of, that depth and that zone uh, right there um, for that. Now, if you're going to be going up in the uh, the Sierras, that's where I just got back from last week. So what I did is we did everything. We went from uh, creeks to the lake, shore, rented a boat, um, you know, more creeks, uh, the bigger rivers. Um, what I saw up there was pretty amazing because I've never seen – that much water in, the, in any of these places in a long time. I mean, I'm talking the, the, there's a creek that runs between uh, June Lake and Gold Lake, and it usually runs underneath the road. As we drove by, the water's starting to come onto the road. They have sandbags set up because there's so much water coming in. All the lakes up there are full. All the rivers are full. And another thing I'm noticing is because these lakes are so full and because it's, you know, 90 degrees up there, you know, some places even 100 degrees, um, what it's doing is as these rivers are so full, it's pushing these bigger fish from these lakes. They're coming into the rivers because the river you know, or the streams have a lot colder water um, as you would in the lake. So there, as you're seeing, you know, all these different places that, you know, that post or catches, anything like that, You've seen a lot more creek activity or river activity um, than you would, you know, uh, uh, fishing off the lake. Now, 
I'm not saying you're not going to get a big one out the lake because they do have them in all over the place. But another thing that's pretty amazing about the, the Sierras, and, you know, it's kind of like, not hush-hush, but I have heard a few of, of times of this happening already in the past couple weeks. A lot of those high elevation lakes, uh, you know, they're so cool with, with the snow, with the format, things like that. They're actually showing up, and what they're doing is they're pissing golden trout. Hey, hey uh, Andrew, Andrew, hold on a second. I got uh, the music coming in. And uh, let me take this, and we'll come back. We'll finish up because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of water all over the place, and it's great for these lakes. Okay, everybody, hang on tight. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. You're listening to Angler Chronicles, and we will be right back. Now I live my life on overtime. Radio. AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And as we went to break, we were talking with, um, uh, actually, he was talking. We were listening. Andrew Mack, the earthworm. Andrew, you've been just about everywhere this week, um, caught a lot of lakes, uh, and you mentioned a lot of water. Let me ask this question to Steve, see if he knows. Steve, when was the last time we had so much water in all these lakes? Oh, well, uh, about every 30 years or so, we have yeah. a massive wet, wet uh, season. If you'll recall, you'll recall this, uh, some of you will. Andrew may not remember this uh, little slang saying, Miracle March, when it was in the middle of a drought, and then all of a sudden, in that particular March of that year, I'll tell you in a minute what year it was, uh, Miracle March, we got 
more than an entire year's worth of rain in the month of March, and that was 1991. 91, you know, but I'm thinking uh, also the the two El Ninos. We had the one in the early 80s and the one in 1997, 98. I remember we had a lot of fires. And then after the, the fires, we had a lot of water, which created a lot of mudslides, too. I mean, that was really a, a difficult time. Uh, in the 80s is when we lost the Huntington Beach Pier. Okay, it completely right. fell. Right, not just Huntington Beach. There were, there were at least a half a dozen piers uh, along the coast that were wiped out by that 83 El Nino. Mm-hmm. 83, that was it. Yeah, so that's... So, um, you know, and the reason I bring this up is... The opportunity is now. I mean, there's a lot of water. And when you get a lot of water, you get a lot more areas to fish. And the fish are happier. And when they're happier, they bite better. Right? So, uh, you know, and, and earthworm, you, you've been experiencing all this. You know, even, don't count the arrows, okay? But you've been catching some nice fish on rod and reel. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you're exactly right. Even... Even up there in the Sierras, I mean, there's there was a few streams that I remember I fished last year, the year before, and I mean, I could walk across, you know, and they're my at my knee level. Now, you know, just getting to the sides of these streams, I mean, there's six and seven foot drops straight down, you know, straight water from from the shoreline there. And I remember, you know, there was one tree actually that I walked by because I was I was leaning against it. Um, doing something. I think I was retying a, a lure or something. But now that tree is is in the middle of the creek almost. And I mean, there there it takes ten feet walking through water to get to that tree. Hmm. I mean, now, it's, it's Sir, Sir Joe, let, let me add. Uh, there's obviously there's a lot of water right now, and uh, this isn't quite what you were talking about. But uh, some people will remember the. The New Year's uh, 1997 flooding, um, that was more of a, you know, of a literally like a three-day huge, huge amount of flooding up in the mountains. And I was surveying a creek up in Northern California, Butte Creek, that had hit a historic high. And we're kind of walking along the bank. I was actually with a DFG uh, biologist. Mm-hmm. We're kind of looking at, you know, all the trees that have been washed down and everything else. And there was one dead fish. It was a brown trout. One dead fish kind of laying there, and I kind of we both were looking at it, and I said, "Oh my God, can you imagine the devastation to the fish population in this creek?" And he looks at me because I mean, some people lost their homes and stuff like that. It was yeah. it was not a funny situation, but he but the biologist looks at me and he says, "Steve, I don't mean to make light of this situation, but fish love water, <laughs> and they're they're going to be just fine." Mm-hmm. So and and of course he was correct. So bear all that in mind. All this water that, you know, I mean, downright dangerous. If you know places that used to wait, if you don't watch what you're doing, you could get in trouble this year. But in the long run, the fish love it. Yeah, they do. They do. And that that's the thing. So when we have the water, you want to take advantage of it. This is the time, okay? But it seems like like everything, Steve. Everything turns on at the same time. Okay, I mean, right now what's happening in our local waters here on the ocean is absolutely crazy. I mean, you got everything from sculpin rockfish to tuna, okay? I I imagine a Dorado can't be too far away. I, I fished earlier this week, um, and, and the water temperature right in front of Long Beach was 68 degrees. So we're good. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. 
Okay, the Barracuda showed up, and Ron will give us a full report coming up here. But uh, it's been really good fishing. And then you have also, on the other side, you know, the lakes, the streams, the rivers, they, they all want to um, get going. So um, um, let me ask you this for both of you. Actually, more to Andrew. Andrew, if somebody wants to get away within an hour or so from, let's say, the center L.A., Okay, where could they go to have uh, a good day and, and catch some fish? What would your recommendation? Give me three recommendations. I, I would tell them to start driving towards the San Bernardino Mountains. Mm-hmm. If they're if they're going to be that way, they can either from LA they can take the 10 freeway, uh, get get off right there at the 38 uh, through Ukaipa. If they want to fish a stream, they can go straight to Santa Ana River up the 38. They go a little bit higher. They can go to Big Bear Lake. If they take the 210, they can get off on, uh, what is that, um, the 18, come up, they can fish Lake Gregory. They have Green Valley Lake um, and Big Bear Lake. So there's a lot of options right now for trout um, in those areas. And if you would like a combination of a chance of catching trout and catfish, and if you want to be a little bit, go to Lake Gregory. They just stocked both. They stocked catfish. And trout. This is the second time they got catfish here, and the second time they stopped it in more than a century, mm-hmm. or I would say 15, 15 years for catfish. So there's options right now. Well, or you can take the fifteen and head down to Lake Elsinore. And let me tell you something: Lake Elsinore has been pumping out a lot of catfish. And there's still some good action on the bass. Okay, obviously all the carp you want, but um, the 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 catfish has been simply unbelievable. And if you get an early start, then the, then the heat doesn't get to you until later. So you just get on the water early, you're out of there by noon, and you probably have a full string of cats because um, they, they stock the lake. Uh, it's got a lot of water, uh, a lot of new areas with structure because of the extra water. So it, it's there, there's a lot of options. So if you get seasick or you don't like the ocean, you can go to the lakes. They're producing. They are producing, and um, your reports are right on. Right on. Okay. And um, let me ask Steve, where would you recommend? I recommend you get off the couch and go fishing someplace. <laughs> just anywhere. Go, just go if somewhere. You're, if you're sitting around saying it's nothing like the good old days, your memory is shot. That's right. That's right. Yeah, this is this is the time that um, you got to be in the water. This is our prime time season, you know, July. I remember, you know, back in the day, not now. I don't know if Andrew would remember this, but there back was a... Back in the day. Stop it, stop it, Grandpa. Don't say back in the day. <laughs> well, not yet. I'm not a grandpa yet. So, but here, check this out. Check this out. I remember in May, April, May, we'd have the showing of the Barracuda, and they would go absolutely crazy. And then around the 4th of July, it started a little bit earlier, but right on the 4th of July, the sand bass would bite, okay? Well, we experienced some of that in the last couple of weeks, and the bass are biting. So what Steve said, get off the couch and go fishing. We were supposed to be uh, with Ron on Thursday at Lake Elsinore, but we both had some, it wasn't a bad emergency, but we did have some things that we had to take care of. Didn't get a chance to be there, I, Ron. I even had my uh, my ten gallon hat I was going to wear for uh, 
uh, for what do you call it for for the um, it was, Garth Brooks. We were ready, and yeah. you know what's really sad is um, it, it's funny. I, I I called you and I said, hey, I had this come up, and I I got to, and you go, guess what? I have a really important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just came out of the nowhere. Um, we're sorry. Uh, we'll try it again. We have some open dates, and we'll try it again. Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, uh, speaking of that, you know, Ron, when you hear this song. Cowboys ain't easy to love, and they're harder to hold. All right, folks, without further ado, let's take our favorite, our favorite cowboy. Would you go ahead and cue up Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, director of community services at Lake Elsinore. So, Mama, don't let your boys grow up to be cowboys. What did you think about that? What do you think about that? I love it. Thank you so much. I see. You know what I'm wearing? I'm wearing all my cowboys. Well, see, you got your own theme song now, bro. That's big time. So, it's a. It's a national treasure song, so I'll, I will take that. How are you guys doing this morning? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, how's it going over there? Really good. You know, uh, we did miss you guys on Thursday. We had our, our Garth Brooks tribute. We had about, uh, I know, 1,700 of our closest friends over here at Launch Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle and I decided to, to stay the weekend, so right now I'm on the banks. Oh, um, very nice. Lake Elsinore. Cool. Uh, fishing. Um, beautiful sunrise. I actually posted it on uh Angler Chronicles, and uh, yeah, the, I love it this time of morning. Nobody's here mm-hmm. except for me and the fish, and they're 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 jumping up, and and uh, it's really great. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody knows that it can get pretty hot uh, at Lake Elsinore in the afternoon, but this is the perfect time. You go out there, you got lots of fresh air, and you can catch some fish, and in a in a in a mild environment as far as weather. So. Um, have you had any uh, any hits yet? Not yet. Well, actually, I'm getting a little, couple little tugs <laughs> here. But you know, I, I've been here since Thursday, so I've been fishing every morning, uh, starting at, at this the, the, the crack of dawn. Um, been hitting the cats. The wipers have been really, really, really nailing it. Actually, I met a gentleman uh, from Carson, not Steve Carson, but uh, a gentleman from Carson named Anthony. Um, who's been out here, um, and he says he, he got a 22-inch um, wiper mm. the other day. Nice. So I, I'm like, well, it doesn't count until I see a picture. He says, well, I don't take pictures. Well, you better learn how because if you don't have it, then it's just a fish story. Well, we have a, we have we, we've changed the way we we feel here at Angler Chronicles, and a lot of uh, Ben Seacrest um, influence. If you didn't weigh it, don't say it. And if you don't have a picture, it didn't happen. That was mess with me. If you don't have a photo, it didn't happen. Okay. Oh, we lost Jonathan, so we're gonna have to get Jonathan back in there. But he's right. Okay. Um, it, it's anything can happen. Okay. So um, Carson, um, that lake is humming. I mean, uh, Lake Elsinore. I know you haven't been there in a while, but you ought to see. All the reeds, all the stuff that is now underwater. In fact, towards the back of the lake, there's this chain link fence that actually just goes right into the water. And um, I was there with the pontoon, and I remember, just, no, not the pontoon, it was a center console, and I tied up to the fence. 
okay, instead of anchoring. And it was perfect. Kept me there, and the fence itself provided a lot of structure. So it's been really, really good. Let me welcome back Jonathan. Jonathan, you there? Yeah, sorry about that. I was tying up and uh, uh, hung up. So uh, oh, Okay. Yeah, you're talking about the structure and everything, and, and, and Steve was talking about the water. Mm-hmm. You know, right now we're at three feet higher than it's been what, what our operation um, level is. It's usually at 1240. We're at 1243.23, and we were as high as almost 12, 1245. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So it, it's, it's really amazing on the number of new locations that people can fish either around the lake or on the lake itself. So it's, it's really beautiful. And, of course, as you mentioned before, if you're looking for a place to stay, there's no place like, like Launch Point. Absolutely. We have 200 full-service campsites, including water, sewer, and electric. If you don't have a camper, we have a camper for you. We have the, the vintage uh, trailers. They range anywhere from uh, 1940 up to 1989. Um, and if you're not into that, if you're into glamping, like my wife is, you know, we have these things called yurts, which are basically soft-sided tents, and they come with air conditioning, heaters, um, fridges, uh, coffee makers, mm-hmm. the bobber, uh, bobber on the on the lake is open. Um, they have concerts during the summer every Friday and Saturday. My wife and I got to jam out while we're listening to um, uh, Tim uh, Tim Sheridan on uh, baseball. So he's doing a, a storm baseball on the radio, and so it's there's just so much going on over here at Launch Point and Lake Elsinore. And we invite everybody to come down. Yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy. In fact, I was I saw something yesterday or the day before. Something big is coming uh, to the Storm Stadium, and it's sponsored by the city and the Lake Elsinore Storm, the baseball team. Um, it's a country music fest, okay? And this thing is going to be big, okay? I believe it's August 5th. Am I right, Saturday, August 5th? Yes, sir, you're right. It's our hometown country music fest. fest. Yeah, we haven't had it in, in a couple of years. We have some, some really good talent. They've been on TV before, um, and it's, it's going to be great. It starts at 2 p.m. and goes until 10 p.m. Uh, what's great is we, we really um, respect and honor our, our uh, first responders and our military. And so if they want to come to the, the event, the fest, all they need to do is bring their badge or their ID card, and they actually get into the concert for free. So we want just to, to recognize them and thank them for everything they've done for us and do for us on a daily basis and, and come down to, uh, to the uh, Hometown Festival. Yeah, and I highly recommend it. I mean, if it's anything, if it's going to be anything like we did the mariachis, I mean, man, um, it's, a, it's a great place. I am so fascinated with what you guys are doing in that city you know we you know i live in orange county so we have the orange county fair going but the orange county fair is what run about three to four weeks maybe five weeks and then it's done and then you got nothing okay but you guys are getting talent you're getting um a great crowd and it's not really i mean they're 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 well behaved it's just it's just fun it's a great family environment you know in fact um i was kind of bummed we couldn't make it out there but we will try this again, okay? And uh, I definitely want to come out and see at least the bands. If we can't make it during the day, at least the bands, okay? Because you guys have got some good talent coming. And I highly recommend August 5th, 
okay, at the uh, Lake Elsinore Storm Country Home. What was it again? Home, it's the Hometown Hometown Fest. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, um, and w- what's the cost? Do you know? The tickets start at twenty-five dollars mm-hmm. uh, for the general admission. We have some VIPs that are also available, and um, you know, again, my my mom is and my sister are are coming and they're going. They're going to all the concerts. They actually came with, uh, stayed with uh, uh, Janelle and I at the uh, the Garth Brooks uh, concert because it's it, you know we, we're getting some really good talent out here, mm-hmm. and you know we're we're trying to get the the A-lister guest like. Uh, Angler Chronicles. You know, I think August 5th might might be able to happen. I'll let you know. All right, folks, uh, hang on tight there. i got to take a, a short break here. Folks, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. Angler Chronicles will be right back with Jonathan, Andrew Mack, Steve Carson, Ron, and myself. The- Angels Radio, AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. She had a little shot of Jack Besides that, can't complain Just trying to do the dang thing Might change the oil of my truck 
I got Ron here shaking his head. See, I like that song. It's a little good of Jack, okay? So this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And Jonathan, you can relate to that, can't you? What about that? You know, it's just a little, having a little bit of coffee with a little shot of Jack. You know, it's all good. That song is called AA. Okay, so it's perfect. All right, so uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's a kickback song, and that's exactly what you can do at Lake Elsinore. I mean, one of the best kickback places I know, if you want to. And if you want to go full bore, I mean, that's the city of dream extreme. The word extreme where you can actually go 150 miles in the middle of the lake. Ron, I'd like to uh, put you on uh, water skis and then take you at 150 miles an hour. What do you think? Uh, no. Why not, Ron? Well, you got first a brand of all, new I'd probably leave my hip behind. Aren't you a bionic hipper? I am, but, uh, you know, I actually have, and this is true, I even have it on video, uh, cassette. Uh, I was 111 miles an hour. Yeah. So, see, uh, folks don't know this, but Ron used to race boats. Um, okay. So, uh, you know about the speed thing. Yes, I do. It's the most fascinating adrenaline rush you've ever felt in your life. It's it's like stock car or drag racing. Yeah, I've only, I've only done it in cars, but, uh, yeah, uh, very cool. All right. So, Jonathan, um, great things going. I can tell you this. Uh, John came back from his vacation, so we're going to put the finishing touches on. Uh, the episode, the Dream Extreme Fishing uh, Derby that we just had. And he's got a great shot of the water. Uh, it's like a little water park you have there for the kids. Okay, great aerial of that. We've got some of the, you can see the pools. You can see all the hookups. Uh, yeah, it's really good stuff. So highly recommend everybody when this thing comes out, probably the next two to three weeks, this episode will be out. And um, pay attention. Because it's almost like a one-stop shop. You go, you park your RV, or you get one of the Airstreams, or you get in one of the yurts, or if Launch Point doesn't work out, you can go to Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino, stay there, and then you just enjoy the lake. Whether you fish, uh, whether you just want to grab a pontoon and go, some sea-doos. Um, I got a sea-doo last time. I had a fascinated time. Uh, you can do uh, stand-up paddle boards. I mean, it just it goes on and on and on, the things that you can do. And then there's unbelievable cuisine. Okay, I, I'm a foodie. I, I like food. And you've got some really good um, places there. You know, from barbecue to Italian to Mexican food, anything that you want that you're going to find. So, uh, Jonathan, you guys have done a fantastic job on the city and you haven't stopped. You keep going. Well, thank you so much, Sergio. And that's something that we, we always plan to do. You know, the Bob Around the Lake is open now. That's some really good food. And I mentioned the band. And you mentioned a, a 150 miles an hour down the lake. Let's not forget, if you're crazy like me, you can actually jump out of a plane. So. That's right. Well, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Okay, so, yeah. You, <laughs> the question, oh, you jumped out of the plane. My first question is why? Okay, but yeah, the other thing I want to bring attention to before it's uh, we forget, on September 1st, Friday, Lake Elsinore is having a car show, and I'm trying to convince Rhonda to take the afternoon off so we could bring her Mustang, 
Um, we'll see, because she's taking almost the entire month of uh, September off. She's going to be traveling with me, and then uh, here shortly we're going to uh, Queen Charlotte Safaris in British Columbia. So um, I'm going to try to get her to, to go. If not, I'm going to grab Ron. Ron, we can go down there and check out some some cool cars. Okay, um, that'll be kind of cool to see. So that's another event. So it, it, my thing is, it's never ending with Lake Elsinore. There's always something to do. Um, I always want to say pins and needles, but it's pins and pockets. That's a great entertainment center. Okay, you can go bowling, you can have an arcade, you can get a bite to eat. It's just, um, again, it never ends what you guys have in Lake Elsinore. Well, thank you so much. And Sergio, as you mentioned, uh, events, we also have our annual Taco Fest. It's uh, August 19th, which is going to be downtown. And what we added this time is to get the younger generations, you know, those those uh, Fast and Furious kind of car kids. Um, we have that at, at that event. We also have coming up uh, a little later, uh, Wing Fest, which is our first uh, uh, wing uh you know, chicken wing uh, festival coming up soon. So yes, there's a ton of stuff to do. If you're looking for information, uh, hit us up on the World Wide Web at www.lake-elsinore.org. If you're looking for Launch Point, that would be www.launch-point, and that's with an e. dot com. And you know, love to have you guys come down here to Lake Elsinore and enjoy. Uh, the beauty. Uh, one of the, real quick, Sergio, um, you're saying of buy your kid a tackle box rather than the Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's happened so much here over the last couple of weeks. I've met a lot of kids. I've actually given away a lot of gear. I've given away a lot of bite on um, because these kids are out here instead of being inside. They're enjoying what nature has to give us. Okay, yeah, and I'll tell you what, um, for those of you that follow us on Facebook, go to Friends of Angler Chronicles, Friends of Angler Chronicles, and Steve Carson is just so brilliant. Uh, He's posting, I mean, he just found the poster for the LE Classic Car Show on September 1st, and it goes from 6 to 9 p.m. Thank you, Steve, right downtown Main Street, and he's got the concert, I mean, at the stadium. So you want to find some information, go go there, you're going to find it. And uh, great shot of the yurts. Uh, he's put shots of the lake. He, Jonathan, he's working overtime. I know. He, he'll get uh, 100% of nothing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Carson, that was it, for you. It's a challenge. I love, I love it. it, it but, but sometimes, Sergio, I have no idea what you just said. It's hard for me to find stuff. But uh, when other people are talking, I can almost always find it. Right. Yeah. For that, but that's good because it gives our listeners uh, something that's, that's to relate to, you know. And exactly, uh, and, and and therein lies the point. So they can read along while they're trying to figure out what it is you said. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people that follow us on Facebook. In fact, you know, we just hit thirty nine thousand followers. Uh, you know, for for Facebook, it may or may not be big, but. Uh, um, it's a lot more than what we had when we started, Ron. I think we had a couple hundred. I know. Even my dead friends are subscribing. Even your dead friends yeah. are followers. So. I like that. But anyway, Jonathan, thank you so much um, for everything. Um, hopefully we'll see you on one of our trips. We need to get you a tuna. Steve, he hasn't caught a bluefin or a yellowfin tuna yet. Holy moly. Well, uh, again, the only answer is get yourself out there. Yeah, that's what I would say, okay? So when you're ready, if you have a day, you let me know. 
Maybe Ron and I, we can just get down to San Diego. We'll jump on a boat with them. Even they're catching them on a whole day boat. No, five to five, they're catching them on those. It doesn't have to well, be well, a. The nice thing, Sergio, especially for you, mm-hmm. is they're biting during the daytime now. Not yeah. just between midnight and 3 a.m. They're actually biting okay. during the day, mm-hmm. which is so nice. Okay, Steve, are you sitting down? Oh, uh, don't tell me. Well,. I got up at midnight, right? The boat just stopped just before 1 o'clock. Uh, the fish were close, and uh, I got up, went out there real quick. Okay, hold on. And it, hold on. Is the ocean no, 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 Odyssey. No, introduce where you And I looked for Rhonda, and there she is. And guess what? Sergio was standing right oh, next Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On the ocean and Odyssey. It was, and he did not go to bed. And he even caught some fish at night. But only because of Rhonda. Right. I understand that, but it was awesome. I didn't have to do anything. That's wow. true. <laughs> that is true. So we were on the ocean now. See, that was a great trip. Right. But yeah, it's all because of Rhonda. That's you right. know, she's my Santa Esmeralda. So now you cannot say that he did, didn't did you fish just... at night. Okay. Turn this song up. I love this music. Do you know who this is? Uh, Oingo Boingo. Come on. Steve Carson? Is this really Santa Esmeralda? No, no, it's Santana. All right. Oh. But I will play that later. Esmeralda's a pretty good band, or was. Yeah, all right. But hang on tight. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLIA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Hey, my girl is banging, she's so low maintenance, don't need no champagne, popping entertainment, take her to Wendy's, can't keep her off me. She wanna dip me like them Come fries on, and them It's great. But every now and then when I get See, when we get paid, where do we go? 
Come on, tell me. No. We go to Applebee's. <laughs> anyway, I played a little country for uh, Andrew Mack and for Jonathan. But anyway, all good. Everybody, stand, stay uh, with me here. But uh, let me let's go to Captain Rick Scott. He's calling me from the ocean, so I want to make sure we get Captain Rick Scott in there. Good morning, Rick. Country. I know. Well, you never, know, Andrew. Andrew never, Mack's a little never, country. You see what I have to put ne- up with. Never bring me in with country. Well, yeah, I didn't know you were calling. That. You know, I, uh, these are preset. But it's fancy oh. like it's fancy like Ocean Odyssey. The name of the song is Fancy yeah, Like. Okay, so hey, listen, Captain, tell me what's going on. Um, at the moment, we are driving to the fish. We should be there in about an hour. We're gonna roll in there. We're gonna catch our limits, and we have two and a half days here to stay on the ocean with this group. We're gonna try to get over to the banks and uh, see if we can catch some maybe rock cod and some yellowtail, and see how that plan works out. Yeah, because you guys are, uh, are you in the Cortez Tanner Bank area? No, we're in the above San Clemente Island. Oh, okay. All right. San Clemente Island, Catalina area. Mm-hmm. Start out our trip here. Yeah, well, you got a lot of options there. Because, I mean, you can, yeah. re- you can reach a limit extremely quick. Okay, if you reach a limit really quick of uh, bluefin, then what do you do? That's only two fish. So you go and you catch yellowtail. You go and catch white sea bass. You go get rockfish. You go get lingcod. Absolutely load them up. I love that idea, Rick. It's great stuff. Yeah, this group kind of re- this guy he kind of requested some rock cod. Oh, very cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm making him go. I'm, I'm making him go tuna fishing first. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you got uh, Nicholas Island. You got San Clemente. Um, those two islands should be producing pretty good um, as far yeah, as rockfish. Canterbank, Cortez thing. Exactly, but you said you were at the north, north at the west end of uh, Catalina and um, Clemente. So that to the Tanner, that's another thirty some odd miles. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, all right, good. That's lo- I, I love. It. Yeah, you don't have a problem tra- uh, traveling. In fact, yeah, you know me. You travel. At a higher speed, so that we can get uh, hit on the spreader bars. Did those spreader bars uh, produce any more fish for you? Yeah, I got bad news. What's wrong? He lost it. It broke. Oh, it oh. broke. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll get some more. Okay, we'll get some more. I got, the purple seemed to be working the best, so I'm going to also the see it. The purple was the best. Yeah. That oh. center, uh, the, center, the little center plastic piece that... Uh, keeps the front spread out broke mm-hmm. right in the middle so it, it, it's not much of a spreader bar now it just it's everything's all in one line one string up, so. but you know that'll work yeah. too that'll work too okay yeah. um but yeah we'll, we'll get some more spreader bar. those were really really fun and we'll get i want to get the mexican flag in there too the um, the colors are unbelievable uh for the daytime so all right rick so racist. what's that that's kind of racist. I'm sorry, but it's called Mexican flag. Steve, is there other any other name for that? Uh, other than Mexican flag color, no, that's the name. That's the name. <laughs> you know, I can't. Help. The, the yellow, the yellow, green, yeah, and orange. I, I can't see it, so I don't know what color it is. But no, but Mexican flag is white, red, and and green. Okay, those are the colors. We always had, you know, the feathers. Okay, I mean, there, there was three feathers colors that you had to have. Dark purple for the morning. Uh, Mexican flag, which was the, the red, the yellow. It, it could be yellow and green, that, those co- combinations during the day. And then in the afternoon, a blue and white. 
I mean, those yeah. were the feathers. That bluefin, though, that bluefin likes that dark, dark, uh, the purple and black. They like that all day long. Okay, so what we'll do that. You know what we ought to do also is now that you, you, you troll at high speed, bring some Mad Max. Okay, really, really use your fuel yeah. there. Yeah, we don't go that fast. <laughs> People don't realize to make those Mad Max work, you really have to go 15 or so, 15 to 18 knots to really yeah. get some great yeah. action. All right, well, listen, Rick, I, I know you're on the water. I know you're traveling. Um, you don't. I looked at your books. You don't have a lot of openings left, but there is one or two here. Ron, any of our trips available? We got two more trips. No, they they are both sold out at this time. However, I have not fully got in touch with everybody. There may be opening here. Coming. So I would recommend this if you want to go on the two and a half day with us. Um, Ron, you know, has a um, a waiting list. If you if you're willing to go last minute, if somebody cancels, we can call you and get you on. And I'm sure that uh, Dina does the same thing, right, Rick? There is a waiting list for all the yeah. trips. Yeah. So yeah. if somebody you know falls off for some reason or another, bam, get on the boat and go. We were talking with Steve. If you're sitting on your couch, you're missing out because there's fish to be had. Okay, and the weather has been pretty pretty good. If you want to beat the heat, there's no better place in the ocean. Honestly, they got air conditioning. <laughs> So that's that's always good, okay? And uh, the only problem I had, I got off your boat and I'd gained four pounds. That's a big problem, Desi. How do you think we? How do you think we feel as the crew? Oh my God! Yeah, but Desi can cook. Oh my, uh, fantastic! I also want to congratulate him. I saw him with a really nice big fish. Uh, I posted it on Angler Chronicles. That was very very nice. Um, you know, your, your crew, I, I, I'm liking the crew. I'm really like Craig tiny. Okay. If he's listening, you know, tiny, I love tiny. Okay. He's what? Six foot eight. <laughs> okay. Yep. He dwarfs me. Okay. And, um, then you got, um, the no, two mics, no, you got two no. mics and I really, I really yep. like that kid. The new kid you got, God, he's Griff, got, he's great. Yeah, Desi. Desi, and of course. So we got we got we got Desi and Michael who are brothers, mm -hmm. and we just got word from the other brother Edgar, which some of you may have fished with on this boat. He's done. He's, he's worked on here. Yeah, a couple seasons. He wants to do weekends. So if you're lucky enough to be able to get on a weekend here, you may have all three brothers. A trifecta. Us. Edgar, Michael, and Desi. Well, Michael and Desi, same mother, different fathers. Okay, we got that. That's why I go. I kept looking. I go. You guys do not look alike. One's got hair, the yeah. other one's completely bald. They just do not look alike. But you can tell there's brotherly, brotherly love there, so I love it. Yeah, on, the, on the docks, they're known as the Bendejo Brothers. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, 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 they're good boys. So, yeah, my best to both yeah. of them. I'm um, looking forward to getting on the boat here in about, about a month. Okay, we're going to be on the two-and-a-half yep. day. Rhonda cannot yep. wait, dude. Rhonda cannot wait. Yeah. And we were just saying, I actually stayed up. I never stay up. For that day and a half, I actually stayed up, fell asleep in the galley. And, of course, um, Rick didn't hesitate in sending a photo of Rhonda and I asleep in the galley to Dina to be posted up. Right? want to show how... What, I I'm not admitting to that. You don't know that it was me. Somebody did it. Well, if it wasn't you, it was Desi. I don't know. Or Mike. Well, somebody. Uh, I know who it is, and you, you can't even buy me. 
So, so, well, yeah, but somebody <laughs> sent it. Somebody sent it to Dina. I know, and it got blasted. But you know what? It, that's reality, though. I mean, that's, you have to take a little cat nap when you I, can. I took a cat nap, and you know, it it just happens. <laughs> Night fishing is is. is not, I usually go to sleep. You know, and I figure I just pray and hope that the fish bite during the day. They do. But, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I've got Jonathan still on the line. Rick, we've got to get him a, a tuna. He hasn't caught a tuna yet. Oh, get him out here. Yeah. You hear that, Jonathan? Yeah, I've been trying to talk to you. I, I got some friends here. We, we're on the cats right now. I'll, I'll post a picture. Oh, okay. But we're talking about tuna now. Okay. Well, get me on a tuna. That's your job, Sergio. Okay. We're going to get you on a tuna. Yeah, we're worst comes to worst, I'll get down to San Diego. We'll get on Freedom Boat Club. They've got one in San Diego and one in Mission Bay, and we'll just grab a boat. It's within reasonable area. Okay, we can go and, and catch some fish. All right. Yeah, our last trip, we had a guy that had we had a guy that had caught albacore up in Washington. He'd done multiple trips down here trying to catch a bluefin, but was unsuccessful. And uh, Wednesday night, first stop, he caught one. Second stop, he caught one, and he had his limit. He was done for the trip in two stops before the sun even came up. Yeah, that's the thing. So the only thing you got left over, you hopefully you catch into yeah, some yellowfin. But anyway, where you are, there, where you're at right now, there's no yellowfin. Yellowfin are south of the border, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, Rick, give it. Go give you information for the Ocean Odyssey. Okay. And yeah, uh, I think we have a. I think we have a couple spots. I know we did yesterday. They might have sold, but we had somebody backed out on next Wednesday. The Iserline sponsor trip. Um, you can book right online at OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. And if any of the trips are full and you want to get on the waiting list of any of the trips, you can do that right online also. All right, so that trip leaves Wednesday, fish Thursday, come back Friday morning? Yes. Okay, done deal. All right, you uh, have a good one, Captain. Catch some fish. You got it. Everybody have a great week, and Bye, we'll talk to you next uh, next weekend. And everybody have a great Taco Tuesday that I'm going to miss out on again. I know. I'm sorry, but we'll catch you on the next one. All right, folks, you're listening. Right. That's okay. Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And turn up this song, okay? I want to say, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but... Tony Bennett just passed away, and he was a big influence on music. In fact, Frank Sinatra said he could really interpret a song the way it was written. All right, folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, with a small tribute to Tony Bennett. We'll be right back. High on a hill. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And Ron, when we hear this song, what does it mean? It means you better step back, get as close to the fence out there as you can, and be prepared to have a jig slung at you. Yeah, the jig slinger. And I don't know what's happening in uh, Angel. Did they win? Yes, they are, and they're only four games out of a playoff spot. Oh, four games out. Well, you know who scored last night? I heard we had a messy 
We had Messi. Okay, now playing for Inter Miami. Gets into the game in the second half. 30 minutes at most. What does he do? He lights up the team and then before the end of the the, the end the end of the time, he scores the winning goal. Alright, so welcome to the United States, my country. Messi. Wow, it was crazy. But anyway, the jigslinger's on. So let's say good morning to Danny Jackson. Hey, good morning, Sergio and Steve Carson, Ron. Andrew, if he's still there, I don't know, he might be fishing or No, he's whatever. there. All right. Well, good morning to Andrew. Anyway, it's all good, Sergio. Um, you want to? You know, we've got a big show coming up tomorrow. You want to get right to it? It's um, East Cape Pilgrimage. You know what? I looked up the the meaning, the real meaning of pilgrimage, and the basic meaning is journey. And it's a journey that uh, Angler Carnegie makes every year, of course, to. Uh, uh, Van Warmer properties there, and for the shoe giveaway, it was you, Rhonda, Ron Hobbs. Actually, it was the 14th annual mm-hmm. shoe giveaway, and um, so talk about that. I know we're going to have another one. It said it said on the website September 27th through October 1st, if I'm not mistaken, Sergio. Yeah, and this one is really mem- memorable uh, because this is the one where Ron got a little Mexican in him. Okay, and this is where he, <laughs> on the way back in, this is where he fell and broke his hip. And now affectionately called Hobbelong Hobbs. Okay, you like that? No. Hobbelong Ron. Okay, no. but um, look, I mean, it's really a, a great thing. We go down there. Uh, we, we, I would say we average about 40, 50 volunteers. It's been as high as 90. Um, and we get down there and we spread out. So a few of us will go fishing for a couple of days and participate in a friendly derby, okay, where biggest fish weighed, whatever species uh, gets your name on a trophy. It's a perpetual trophy that's hanging there. Angler Chronicle actually owns one of the trophies because I think we won three years in a row. So and there were the last three that we put in there, two for me, one for Ron. He nailed it with his first Wahoo ever, okay, got in there. And we have the trophy for ourselves, which is nice. But there's a new trophy there. So you fish for a couple of days, have some fun. Uh, poolside the whole bid. If you don't fish, you can choose to go to the orphanages. Uh, two days of going to different orphanages. We can't go and film them because, unfortunately, um, these kids are, uh, in a lot of cases, in protective custody. Okay, nobody wants, nobody, uh, they don't want anybody knowing where, where they are. So um, we can't do that. But they also, but they do get shoes. Okay, so we have that. And then the big event is Saturday morning. Okay, the third the third day that you're there, and it starts early morning. Okay, Ron and Rhonda have become a professional. What's uh, what station do you do you guys do? We handle the children's all the children's shoes. All the children's shoes, which is which dear. are in my opinion the the ones that need them the most. Uh, yeah. they all need them and they're all worthy. But they can't go to school without them. Isn't that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty weird. And, and it's so important for children because a, a shoe won't last them a whole season. Yeah. Uh, not because they wear out, but because their feet grow. 
Okay, so they need multiples. And be, thanks to the great generosity of all the fishermen out there that go to Taco Tuesday and stuff, you know, sometimes we even give the kids two pairs. So two we pairs, give them a yeah. Larger size. And I've even seen three pairs. So right. uh, when we have them, we give them away. So what we do there, we and then everybody gets in. They're very well taken care of, and uh, they're, they're treated like if you went to Nordstrom's, okay? Uh, and... and they bring you a choose. You give them what two or three pairs to choose which one they want. They get their pair of shoes. Afco has provided over I heard eighty thousand uh, shirts so Pretty far. Amazing. Guy Harvey shirts over the years, and there's eyeglasses, sunglasses. There's uh, belts. I've seen belts, Bibles, yeah, <clears throat> all kinds of stuff being handed out there, and and all you know, uh, volunteer. Okay, and um, just want to say thank you, Jack, and Fishers of Men West Coast for putting that together. You know, well, it's pretty cool when you see the executives of you know Clark Shoes who has donated shoes and mm-hmm. uh, New Balance who uh, their executives on their hands and knees fitting shoes on. It's pretty cool. And not only that, measuring feet because yeah, one yeah, of the first feet. station yeah. as they come in, they actually measure their feet so that they get a correct size. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's a great event. Then the other thing we get to do when we're done with that. Usually we get to see uh, sea turtles return. Uh, they, they take them, they take the eggs, they hatch the eggs, and they return them to the ocean. That's kind of fun as well. And then you just enjoy East Cape. East Cape is very fishy. Uh, the pool at Van Warmer Resorts is fantastic. You can swim up to the bar and get pictures of mango margaritas, Ron, right? Yeah, that, maybe, yes, that, maybe that's sir. how the hip fell. Yes. That's how. No, no you no, pushed no, no. me. I didn't put. No, listen. If I would have pushed you, you would have been dead. Okay. <laughs> no, Everybody t- says, you know, I was trying to kill you and run the fell off the boat. No, no, no. I'll make sure that you guys. Go. I'm just curious on how you can slip and end up four feet off the ground. That is. I missed it. Rhonda saw it. I mean, I was in the it kitchen. Was, I was above the bed. And yeah, I heard the thud. Oh man, okay, that, but it but, was crazy. You know, but anyway, great, great. We don't have that on on the episode, but uh, <laughs> you you will see a lot of cool stuff and catch some fish and uh, just uh, enjoy enjoy this episode and hopefully it'll motivate you to either donate. Come out to a Taco Tuesday, which is happening this Tuesday, or go down to the East Cape with us. Okay, so you want to just get a hold of uh, Fishers of Men. I think it's fishersofmen.org. No, fishersofmenwestcoast.org, and you'll have all the information there. You can sign up, come down with us, and it's, it's just a lot of fun. So anyway, that's the episode. It's fantastic. Yeah, and you know, Sergio, I wanted to just mention also... Um, at Van Warmers, they've got a, a couple of really popular tournaments coming up. August nineteenth, Wahoo Gold Cup. You know all about that one. You almost yeah. won it one year. Yeah, we got. And uh, then the, the tuna shootout is September twenty third. Which so we will be. Website, ben, okay, now we I'm will sorry, be fishing. Ahead. We will be fishing the tuna shootout. We are participating okay, so. and, and we're filming it. Okay, so uh, John, Ben, and I are going to head over there. And then the following week is a shoe giveaway, so Ben will leave, and then Ron and Rhonda will, 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 will come up for the shoe giveaway for the second week. But we are we are shooting the tuna shootout. We will be participating as a team. So that, that's, that's uh, yeah. Very good. You know, and uh, Van Warmer Resorts, 
uh, dot com. You know, just, mm-hmm. that's that's where our listeners want we'll to let our listeners know. Well, that. since it, you mentioned that, let me just say that today and tomorrow is the ladies only tournament. We filmed it uh, last year. Uh, it's going on this weekend. We've got some of our friends that are fishing it. We didn't do it this year, but right now, ladies only. Last week was a Dorado shootout, and it was simply crazy. Over 150 boats, 151 teams, actually, I think it was. And oh my uh, gosh. yeah, and um, Dorado over 40 pounds actually took it. It was nice because some local boys went out and caught uh, some fish and. 200 and I don't remember the amount, but over $200,000 in cash plus a VW MROC, which we don't have that model here, but it's a, it's a pickup truck, okay, made by Volkswagen. So that that was good. So hopefully, uh, the tuna shootout, maybe we will be blessed. I just want a place. I just want to catch one to say we actually wait. I do not want to have a did not weigh. So um, it's good. So, yeah, right. And well, wait, wait, one last thing. And so I don't know if you guys saw on social media, but Angler Chronicles has now adopted another um, charity. And this one's dear to our hearts. I mean, most fishermen love pets, love dogs. I was asked if we could help the... East Cape Rescue, okay? Um, there's, it's an uh, American veterinary uh, doctor, and she has the clinic up front, and in the back, she's made room to, to, to try to take care of some of these dogs. They are strays out there, uh, but one of the things about the dogs there, they're really nice, Ron. Yeah. Okay, I mean, uh, these dogs don't, they haven't bitten us. They don't even bark at you. Half the time, they just come up to you and say hello. Okay, anyway, but they're malnutritioned. Some of them are abused. Some have been hit by cars. So they take them in. They take care of them. But unfortunately, like everything else, it's a volunteer. They need funds. So we're going to start, see if we can raise a a, a little bit of money. They don't need a lot. They just need enough to help out with food, with with, uh, spaying and neutering them. And, um, you know, I've had a dog forever and ever. Okay, one dog after the other. And they become part of the family. They're like your best friend. You'll find nothing more loyal than a dog. Okay, so um, just think about that. Um, they love you, well, you, know, you unconditional. Know, Sergio, I'm glad to hear that uh, Angler Chronicles is getting involved with that. You know, you know yourself, Kathy and I are dog lovers. We've always had dogs like you. I don't remember a day in my life since I was a little boy that I didn't have at least one dog and up to six. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm really glad to, to hear that you're getting involved with that because, you know, there are strays down there in Baja and, a lot of dogs that need help, so that's wonderful. Yeah, no, anyway, I, I, I'm gonna let you go. Okay, perfect. And and uh, the uh, East Cape East Cape pilgrimage will air tomorrow at 8:30 tomorrow morning. Valley Sports West and our our journey to the 14th annual shoe giveaway. So you guys all have a great weekend. I'm 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 hoping our listeners can all get in on this great local bluefin tuna bite. I mean, this is. It's crazy. unusual, so, yeah, yeah, it's real crazy. All, All right, right, guys. Thanks, Danny. All right, see you guys. Bye. All right, you know, he talked about bluefin, so let me go right away and cue up Captain Tanner from the Helena, and I guess uh, uh, I heard, Tanner, you went on a goof-off trip and caught a few bluefin. Hey, 
We did go on a goof off trip, and it was actually yellowfin that we got. Yellowfin, um, nice. Yeah, some good spots of yellowfin popping up on our uh, on our coast. You know, pretty pretty close to the beach, so it's pretty exciting. And it was a three hour tour, right? Yeah, we uh, we took uh, Captain Mauricio from the Clemente, a few of the deckhands, and uh, my brother, and we went out. Didn't even have bait on the boat, and we're able to land two of them. Very nice. Well, um, what's the water temperature where you were at? Um, the water temp right now actually is 71.4 degrees, and we're about four miles off of uh, the San Clemente Pier. Carson, that is yellowfin tuna time with that temperature. Holy uh, moly. Dorado, Dorado cannot be far behind. Exactly, exactly. Okay, well, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving, loving this. Okay, so uh, you got them going. Um, Tanner, do you guys offer any open party or anything like that, or what's the best way to get on the Helena? So we do some open parties. Uh, we That we would post on, um, we'll post it online and post it on uh, Dana Worth's Instagram. It's uh, Fish Dana Worth. Um, and then we also we're private charter. We run uh, we run completely through um, the Dana Worth Sport Fishing Office. Okay. Well, listen, I Tanner. Got, hold on. I've got to take a short break. When we come back, we'll finish because this is important information. You know, I know our listeners want to get it, so stay with me, Tanner. Folks, you're listening to Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLA, the Zangler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Angels Radio AMA 30 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, let's bring Tanner back on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. Captain Tanner of the Helena out of Dana War Sport Fishing. Oh, my. So how do people get on their boat? What's the best way to hook it up? 
So the best way to get on the Helena um, is if you want to do a private charter. That's what we specialize in is to call the Dana Wharf Sport Fishing Office at 949-496-5794, and it's extension 2. You'll get redirected to Manny or Viviana, and they're, they're amazing. They, um, they get you guys all set up with all the details. They handle everything, and you guys just get to show up on the boat and meet the crew, and we take the best uh, care of you that we can. All right. Tanner, we're looking forward to it. I love the Helena. Um, it's a perfect size boat for a small group, so it's excellent. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. All right. Take care, Tanner. All right. That's Tanner from the Helena. Uh, great kid. Great future for that boat. And uh, out of Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. Okay. Well, listen, I want to get into Bluefin. All right. I, I'm, I'm looking at social media, and I see now Channel Islands. They're catching tuna up at the Channel Islands. So um, this is great stuff. So, Ron, real quick, uh, run down um, what we got there as far as fish Okay, comes. all the way up at Burgess Landing, you got uh, you can call 805-772-1222. Book yourself a trip there catching ling cod, rod fish. Uh, so far, uh, they're, they're, they're kind of looking around for right now albacore. Uh, the water is perfect up there, and the temperature in the bait is a plenty. Where isn't it? In, in Burgess Landing. Uh, well, hold on a second. Mo- Steve, Bay. what do you think about that, Albacore and Morro Bay? Uh, I think that's too far south. I think you they're do, not huh? going to find it, but they probably will find bluefin tuna. Yes. Uh, yeah. of, of maybe even, the, you know, the cool thing is when you find a good mixed size run of bluefin. You know, from the little, the little 15, 20 pounders on up to the monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so day or night, whatever time Sergio wants to be awake, whenever that is, uh, there'll probably be some fish biting. Uh, but I, I think that the albacore, if they're real lucky, there might be a few albacore caught at Monterey. But the truth is, since they've already showed up in Westport, Washington, mm-hmm. they're already biting up there now. Uh, the chances of a more southerly run, uh, you know, when you predict albacore, you're often wrong. But I just don't think it's going to happen there. Okay. Yeah. Well, then down to Channel Islands, which you get down there, and, and yes, they have caught bluefin and yellowtail, uh, along with uh, a lot of barracuda. That seems to be where they left from here and went up there, and then lingcod and the calico bass have gone off. You can reach them at 805-382-1612 or channelislandsportfishing.com. Then let's drop down to Pierpoint Landing, which um, maybe we'll hear from Donnie, Captain Don Ashley today. But you have the Enterprise, you have their sand bass sculpin, barracuda still, uh, halibut. It's not as plentiful as it was as far as the barracuda go, but they still are catching them. But you look on there, the sculpin, sand bass, and, uh, are really in good good, good numbers. Uh, you can reach them at 562-983-9300 or peerpoint.net. And you also remember, too, you have the city of Long Beach for the half day. So if you don't want to get up at first light, I believe it leaves at 10 a.m., and comes back in, then they have a second one a lot of time, so you want to check with that. Uh, then we'll drop down to good old Long Beach, and you have the El Dorado, and the name of the game right there now is Bluefin and Yellowtail. So uh, they just came back from a trip, and they had uh, plenty of uh, Yeah, they've been catching uh, Bluefin, bluefin all, all, week. All, week. all week. And so if you want to book some trips, get out there. Uh, it's longbeachfortfishing.com at 562-432-8993. Let me tell you one thing about the El Dorado. Uh, pay attention and make sure you call because they've been running something called the reversed overnight where they leave at 11 o'clock in the morning, come back 
uh, 11 o'clock in the morning the following day, right? Um, something like that. Right. And, so uh, uh, it's a reverse type situation. They want to take advantage of the evening. They've been, have been the big boys have been biting at night. So um, just pay attention. But there's plenty of options. Day and a half. And overnight boats. On well, you the have other. the Aron, which stays local, mm-hmm. and you have, you know, and the, you have the Victory, which they run back and forth up. You know, sometimes. I came across the Victory on Monday. I was on out Monday. there in the center console. They were out there. They were catching barracuda and bass. So it looks like they've been um, right on the bass uh, the whole time. They're also plenty of sculpin. So if you like uh, really good table fare. Sculpin is probably one of the best things that we have it out is. here. It is. Makes the best fish tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys, the El Dorado, they're on Bluefin and Yellowtail. Uh, Captain uh, TJ has it wired. They know where he knows where they are now. Get out there and get on board. Um, I had a couple people call me and says, all of a sudden, I can't find trips. Everybody still has some openings, so get out there. Get off the couch because the good old days may pass you by. Mm-hmm. All right, then let's drop down to Dana Wharf. Uh, you just heard from Tanner. The phone number is 949-496-5794. Uh, you can book the Fury. You can get on the Fury, the Dana Pride, the Clementi, the Sun Fun, and the Real Fun. Uh, guys, the Yellowtail are starting to show up there. They've had, uh, you just heard, they were three hours out, and they caught some yellowfin tuna. So that's in range for just about everybody in there. So, and, and you heard the water temperature at 71 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be long before, like they just said, the yellowfin and Dorado. Dorado will be showing up. And then again, also jump on the Helena. You know, the, you guys, they only went out for three hours and ended up with two nice. Yeah, but the Helena, you know, you got to make sure it's, it is available. It's primarily right, a, charter it's a charter boat. boat. It's a perfect boat if you and your friends want to charter the boat. This is a, a perfect one because you, I think 15 is the max they take for 10 guys. It's fantastic. If you go tuna fishing, get down to eight, eight or nine guys. Uh, you have the whole stern, put a couple of trollers out, and you can have some fun. So what's happening in San Diego? Huh. Tuna. Yeah, tuna 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 tuna, 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 and tuna. And and the good thing is, like uh, you, you heard a bunch before uh, this morning, they are starting to bark, bite during the day. So, which is, if you don't want that night fishing, which... Uh, I stayed up all night with Rhonda, and it Don't was die. so, and so did Sergio, and it was so much fun. It, mm-hmm. it was just outstanding. A lot of coffee. All right, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I, pretty much, um, I'm sure everybody's excited about the tuna. So I'm going to ask Steve if he would go ahead and post his chart that he has on, or his list of the five outfits you should not leave home without. Um, what I've been hearing down south, if you want to get away with two outfits, you probably can if you're not going to fish at night. 40-pound uh, line when they're biting and 25-pound when they're finicky. Okay, and then you might want to have a 130-pound outfit um, for nighttime. Okay, I would highly recommend 100. I fished, um, I caught one on 80 Okay, um, but I was blessed it wasn't 150 pounds. It was right around 60, so it was good. You have a, you had a nice one, too, there, Ron. I did, I, I did and, you know, uh, it, it had to, I, I had to have hooked it in the mouth to start with because it was pulling, 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 and then all of a sudden it kind of jerked mm-hmm. and then back on. And when I brought it up, it was hooked in the side. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that it'll come off. And that's why, you know, um, you have the owner assist hooks 
Okay, I just and man, it went right through. Yeah, I just want to make sure everybody understands when you use those, and I'm sure that uh, Steve can vouch for this. They have ones that are called Monster. Okay, those are the ones that I recommend. They're called Monster. Okay, there's other assist hooks there, but get the Monster ones. I would say seven o to nine o. Don't be shy on the size of the hooks. Um, Steve, legally, how many hooks can be on your knife jig? Well, if you're fishing for tuna, all you want. You can put 20 of them on there if you feel like it. Good. But, but, big but, as soon as there's rockfish or lingcod uh, in the boat, even if they're down in the hole, uh, you can only have two. Right. So the way, because, my, my, you know, I rigged one up with a crazy uh, rig. I had, uh, you ready for this? A knife jig with two assist hooks on top. A treble hook on the bottom and two assist hooks on the bottom. <laughs> okay. I was not going to miss it. And usually what I'm getting is the fish, one end of the knife jig in its mouth, the other end hooked on its side. So it's not going anywhere. Well, uh, I learned, I took the time and sat down with Craig, mm-hmm, Tiny, mm-hmm. and he showed me how to hook up a nice leader, you know, using everything, the wire. The wire, the, the I had 130 pound because there were no big big ones in the area, so I stayed with 130 pounds. I had no problem getting. Now they're by at night. It, I don't it, care. I don't think uh, right. at night it matters with the size of your line, so you might as go as big as you can. Okay, um, I, I dropped down from the 30, the the accurate Boss 30 to the 600, mm-hmm. a narrow. Okay, and I was worried I might be spooled, but I wasn't. But I was on 80 pound test. And it worked really, 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 really good. Okay, I wanted to use my my little low-profile Phantom, okay? <laughs> but that didn't work out, Steve, okay? I did, however, use it during the day. You know, uh, the Baitcaster, the Phantom? I used it, the bigger one, I think it's a, is it a 400, Steve? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you have a 400. I can't remember for sure, but I think that's correct. So what I did is when we went down to Bay of LA, I took the line off, put 65-pound braid, okay? And then I was using, uh, I think, 30, uh, four feet of 30-pound floral, and I was catching the yellowfin and the bluefin during the day. They were probably, what, 20 to 30 pounds? You know those fish. They were fun. They were they were catchable. I had some fun. A couple of times I thought I was going to go down to the knot, but it held on. And you know when I when I when it starts to happen that I see my line going way too fast. I have a tendency to start to tighten up. I mean, I don't want to get spooled, so I tightened it up. Was able to stop them, and there was plenty of torque on those uh on those um reels so anyway i can hear the music we're going to take a short break this is angels radio am 830 kla we'll be right back in the end choice was clear take a shot in the face of fear fist up in the fire angels radio am 830 Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. 
for Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. I'm going to ask the earthworm, Mac, who's that? Who's this? Andrew. Oh, he pretends he's not there. Okay. Steve Carson, would you enlighten him? Holy moly, I can't believe you, you're playing that. That is none other than Kiss. Kiss. That's right. That's right. All right. I know. It was. I was... I came across it, and I go, you know what? We haven't played that. I have to play that. And, you know, I would not have known what that song was until last year when I saw their farewell concert. Oh, you didn't hear them back I, in the day? I, yeah, I never. I don't know, and I've listened to them for years, but I did not know that until I saw their concert. Oh, wow. Okay, well, listen, I want to draw everybody's attention to um, head of Friends of Angler Chronicles. Go there. Steve has posted not only... Uh, the list of five uh, outfits you got to have, but also what these jigs look like. Knife jigs, you've got some flat falls, you got a whole bunch of stuff there, it's all good. Um, I, my recommendation is, first of all, get out there and go fishing. And Absolutely. then when you do, this is the time where you your gear has it will be tested and um, mine was tested. It was tested so bad that I'm taking quite a few reels in for service this week because I'm I'm gonna start traveling. I need to have some product, and um, it's crazy. It's crazy out there and a lot of fun. But recommendations again, Steve. If you had to use two outfits during the day, 25 and 40 pound. I think we would do it. Yeah, during the day, and and let, and let me let me add, you know, to, that's why my list of five "Don't Leave the Dock Without Them" is five, because on any given trip, what you know, I mean, you may go out on a Wednesday, and Ron may go out on a Thursday. They're going to be different, and you may only use one or two of the five on any given trip, but you don't know till you leave the dock. Exactly. That's, why, that's the reason. If you say, oh, I, I had my 100-pound outfit, I never touched it. Well, okay, on that particular trip, that's correct. Um, and, it, it, again, it's like golf clubs. And, uh, you know, I use the analogy, Tiger Woods 
could beat you, Sergio, playing with a frying pan, even with his broken leg. But he carries 14 clubs, and the reason he carries 14 clubs is that's the limit. He'd carry more if he was allowed to, because each rod, just like each golf club, does a very specific job, and uh, you could actually do better playing golf with one or two clubs than you could fishing bluefin with one or two rods. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have the proper gear for bluefin, you land zero. You may hook them, but you don't land them. Whereas with golf, if you have the wrong clubs, eventually you'll get the ball in the hole. So look at it that way. No, no, that's the only way to look at it. And uh, here's a here's the thing: I'm, these fish. I mean, I'm looking at photos coming in left and right. I mean, I see everything from about 20 to about 150. Okay, of what's being caught here in local. Okay, not at a long range San Diego, but local. Um, so that's a wide variety. And yeah, the bass rod could probably handle the, some of those 20s and 30s, but it's definitely not going to handle a 150 pounder. So uh, the good thing is that you have an idea what is out there. The captain knows what area he's fishing. If you're on your own, I would highly recommend you always start with the heaviest you possibly can get away with. And then if they don't bite you, 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 you go down. Um, I've seen a lot of guys get all upset that they got spooled because they were using 25 or 30 pound tests, but I, I'd say that to them, well, you got spooled because you got bit. Everybody else is using 40 or 50 pound tests or 60, and they're not getting bit. The first thing you gotta do is get bit. Then we'll, then we'll figure out how to get that fish in. And that's why, and I do it, I know that some people say it's wrong, but you know, if it works for me, when, when I see a, a fish that's just taking line, 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 and it's getting pretty low, um, I don't wait until it gets to the knot and pops. I will I will start pr- applying some pressure and just slowly, 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 whether it's a lever drag or a, or a star drag, just apply it slowly until it stops. Don't go harsh. Don't, go, don't make a full turn. Just slight, 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 slight until it stops. Once it stops, then you pull and, and hopefully that'll work out and then you can always back off of it. But um, problem is you won't know where you are. Okay, as far as uh, um, uh, drag, you're not going to know where you are, how many pounds of drag. But, you know, it's better than getting spooled. But if you you got spooled because you got bit and nobody else, I don't know, it's a catch-22. Agreed? Ron, you wanted to say something. Yeah, you know, guys, when we we were told that these fish weren't big, so, but I still went to 130. And it doesn't matter. Like you said, we, you know, we hooked quite a few. Uh, just make sure you understand how to do it, and if don't be afraid to ask. Look, at, I, I teach people how to do this stuff, and I don't know everything and never will. And I had Craig show me, and that's what you guys do. Get off the couch. Yeah, no, so so I, I guess the point is, is Ron is saying use 130, especially right. at night. At night, Steve, right. they can't see the line, okay? And um, they're, they're just seeing that the shadow of that jig doing its thing. During the day, they, they are a little more finicky. Right. They can see the line. That's when I would have 25. Uh, Ron, I set up Ronda with 30 yep. and 60, okay? And she got along just fine with those two. She did catch a bigger fish on my... Um, on my um, 30. I gave her the big... She lost half the spool. <laughs> she got uh, into a major... Yeah. Steve, she got into a major tangle and lost half 
the spool of a Boss Extreme hey, 30. You could have used that line and made an entire rug out of it. That's yeah. how much line and it was. It wasn't in even it. her fault. In fact, uh, <laughs> uh, Rick was with her and he, he was upset because somebody was um, fishing yeah. on the wrong side of the boat. That's yeah. the other thing we got to talk about one of these days. Fishing on the right side, on the correct side of the boat. He was fishing on the wrong side. Line was on the other side of the boat. And when she was on a fish, he wouldn't stop. They were yelling at him, and he sawed her off. So that was not a happy... I, I saw my wife very upset, Carson. Yeah, that, that's scary. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, it's still your fault. Oh, no, 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 no. She was cool with me. I, 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 I watched Rick Scott. He looks at me. I go, no, you go, not me. He goes, why? I go, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I let her... You know, when she's on a fish, I'll, I'll be nearby, okay, uh, to congratulate her when she gets it on deck, but I'd let the deck hands, uh, you know, help her out because yeah, if I say it the wrong way, I'm in trouble. You know what I'm saying, Ron? Yes, you Okay, I've already done everything I possibly could. But the, the good thing is she has learned now how to cast and at least, at least cast far enough with a live bait, and now she puts her own live bait on her hook. You know, that, that's huge. She wouldn't touch him before, you know. So that's why she was the perfect artificial uh, lure. Uh, anything that was plastic or or, or iron, and she loved that knife jigs. But no, now she actually hooks, and I showed her just hook it in the nose, and because she tried to hook it in the butt there, but the problem is when she went to cast, the bait would fall off. So I said, you know what? Just hook it in the nose. You can get a longer cast. I said, I don't. All my baits are hooked in the nose, all of them, okay? And um, I get bit. So I'm going to tell you that. You know, they say, well, you get bit better. I don't know. I get bit, okay, just as much. Uh, I mean, I I do it all the time. Rick and I will get side by side. We catch at the same time. He always does the the, the rear rear fin uh, hook. I always do the nose, and we're both getting bit, so... I must have hooked in hand. I don't know if you can. can. Steve, can you hook in hand? Is that legal? It is absolutely legal. Absolutely. Oh, okay, good. So I hooked in hand there, about. There was a little bit. There's a little bit of a legal fight over that. I don't know, ten or fifteen years ago, but mm-hmm. but you're covered. You're all right. Oh, okay, yeah. Good. So I hooked in. I, I hooked in handed about seven or eight fish. I mean, it was. It wasn't, and I didn't fish very very hard. I, you know, I was just trying to trying to make sure everybody caught fish. We had about uh, we had four ladies on the boat. Okay, we didn't have any. We, we didn't have any kids this time, but we had four ladies on the boat. All the guys behaved as like gentlemen. Um, everybody except one guy, and I think that was just um, it. Should have been the AA. Okay, and it wasn't. He was. He wasn't mean or. He was just clueless, and he was. He apologized later. Okay, for sawing her off. He just didn't know where he was. Um, but you know what? They had fun. And I told them, we have two rules on the schools. Rule number one is to have fun, and rule number two is to see rule number one. At the end of the day, Carson is just a fish, huh? It, that is it exactly. It's just a fish. It's just a fish. I've seen a lot of fights over the years, a lot of arguments, and I look at them. And, you know, one time I just said, guys, if you want fish that bad, just take mine. Take yeah. my fillets, and then you, there you go, Okay. There's no need for the anger. There's no need for any of that stuff. Okay, but I'll tell you what there is a need for. 
okay? More Messi's in the world, okay? Not Argentina not only is bragging for the next three and a half years that they're world champions, but now you've got the GOAT, the real GOAT. I mean, there isn't any bit better. They're saying it's the biggest thing for sports in the United States. I heard it last night. Okay, during the broadcast. And he gets in the game okay. and scores the winning goal. I mean, look, there was Cinderella. I mean, there was like, yeah, it's amazing. So anyway, um, that we need more of. Ron, I do this for you. And I do it for Don don't, and Ron. Don't do it. Frickin' hey, frack over there. I had a really good, I held back. Uh-huh. A, you said, I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. And I just went, no, no, not going to do it. And then you, then you did We're this. world champions. They were world champions. Right? Nothing to do. All right, Carson, um, here, here's uh, my recommendations for this competition. Make sure you know how to make your knots. I can't yeah, believe how many people came over and this. can you tie my knot? And I said, sure. And I said, do you want to know how? He goes, I know how. I keep getting curly cues. And um, I find out. The key thing is cinching your knot, mm-hmm. and um, if you don't want to buy those knot pullers, you can make one real easy. Just get a couple of pieces of wood, you know, preferably uh, cylindrical, okay? You want about four inches, get two of them, put some uh, tape in the middle, and that you put your line, you're going to pull hard. You need to pull hard. Not so hard as to bust the line. I do that all the time. Okay, but hard enough, you, you'll hear a little pop. Okay, exactly. when you um, when you cinch your knot. You, you hit it, Sergio. Those those knot pullers. Whether you buy the commercial ones or make your own, um, I wear gloves. I mean, literally, I wear gloves and um, the gloves that are made for fishing that are made for that with little you know with little fingertips cut out. Um, I wear out probably two pairs a year. Mm-hmm. That's how hard I'm pulling on those knots all the time. Yep. And, you know, the other key is, you know, uh, I'm going to say it on the air, Sergio. You ready? Yeah. Spit. Spit. Lots of spit. Absolutely. On and pull hard. Don't jerk, but you do pull hard and steady if you want your knots. Yeah, right. yeah hard yeah. and steady. If not, you'll pop. Anyway, listen, that will make you. An all-star. We'll come okay. back and talk about that a yeah, little more. Yeah, so this is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. If you want to be an all-star, like Smash Mouth says, we'll be right back. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. Radio. AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. 
don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back, everybody, at Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angel Chronicles. Carson, does that bring back memories? Uh, I believe that. Is that Miami Vice? Miami Vice, yeah. That's wow. What I, yeah. 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 It's, yeah that was, it was a great, great time. Okay, I actually dressed like that. I can't believe it. I look good. Did you have a white, have a white linen uh, sport coat that you wore open with the sleeves? Dude, we, we had shoulder pads in our jackets, remember? He had the hair on his chest showing and all that stuff. It's no, a, I don't have a lot of hair. It's a bad I'm bad too evolved. Sight. I'm too evolved for that here. Uh, it's all good. Anyway, listen, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, number one, I want to say uh, good morning to a lot of people that are sending us messages, but among them, Jeremy, Paul, Jonathan, David, and Santiago Hollywood. He's listening up yes, there. He is. Um, we're going to be going on um, uh, going to Morro Bay here real shortly and uh, be 6th. filming. Okay, so looking forward to doing that. And I also uh, want to remind everybody, this Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. It's at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Ron, what is the address? 15192 Golden West, Westminster. Right, and then uh, we've got one uh, an opportunity to raise some money here also for Fishers of Men West Coast. And that's a charter. On the Enterprise at a Pier Point Landing, they've been on fire with Barracuda, with uh, bass. So um, that would be August 24th from 6 a.m. to about 4 p.m. It is the Enterprise at a Pier Point Landing in Long Beach. Okay. Uh, on this one, uh, the proceeds go to Fishers of Men. And the phone number is 714 329 3853. Now, that you're going to be talking to Larry. Larry's handling the, the booking for this uh, trip. So, if you need that phone number again, just go to anglerchronicles.com, hit the tab that says AC Schools, and it'll scroll down. The important thing is August 24th. Okay, that's the big ticket. All right, and um, you know, who knows? By August 24th, we may have Dorado the way this is going. Okay, the price, the cost is $110, but remember, a lot of that money goes to buying shoes to take down to the kids in the East Cape and their families. Okay, so that's that. Uh, am I missing anything, Ron, uh, as far as the schools? Everything else is pretty much sold out, isn't it? Yeah, let me yeah. see that. I mean, uh, okay. Um, yeah, both the, the Ocean Odyssey, and they're both sold out. We do have the victory. Um, but that is also uh, in September. It's a Fishers of Men trip, 
same same program with there. Larry should be handling that. Um, we do have oh you know what we do we do have the Helena on August thirty first. And oh, okay. we, we usually only take, we try to limit that. That is uh, our trip, and uh, we try to limit that to 10 to 12 people. So, you know, uh, it is always a good time. And if you guys haven't been on that boat, incredible. The entire crew, the owner, Calvin, Tanner, they're out, out, outstanding. All right, and um, there's a big uh, event coming up here. Um, anybody can attend, and I highly recommend if you can Please do so. Okay. They are honoring none other than Bill Shedd. Okay. Bill Shedd. Uh, Steve, is he the founder of AFCO? Or did his no, dad? No, no, dad. no. But he, he took it over, I'm going to say, around 1972-ish. Mm-hmm. It was founded in the 1950s. And, and he took it over around in 72 and uh, took it kind of from a little niche company to uh, an international phenomenon um you know i mean it's almost embarrassing they, they actually were embarrassed at the iCast show um because they kept having to you know to go up on stage and you know it's almost like the oscars like i you know i'd like to thank you know and they, they they ran out of people to thank they mm. they won so many awards right and i'll tell you what afco um what i love about every everything that you buy from afco 10 percent is donated to the causes for fishing or the marine environment. Okay, so it's it's always good. He's uh, very very involved. One of the founders of CCA Coastal Conservation Association in California. Bill Shed is an institution in Southern California. I don't know if many people would know, but his dad uh, was the one that uh, founded SeaWorld. Okay, so. What they're doing is they're going to honor him with the Anthony Hayes Conservation Award. It's a big dinner on August 3rd. It'll be down at the, um, what do you call it, um, SeaWorld, okay? Uh, it'll be there. What, do you know the exact address, Steve? I don't remember um, exactly. I, I, I can look it up. It's, it's a SeaWorld. Right it's a SeaWorld. And I'll, I'll give you a great opportunity here. They're, uh, they're advertising it on the Coastal Conservation, CCA California on their Facebook. I'll, I'll copy and paste on, on our page, too. But um, we have a table. I didn't realize they gave us a table that you can actually join me. I think you're going there, right, Steve? I, I'm going. I hope you let me sit at your table and not at the, at the you know, the little kids' table. <laughs> no, we'd love to have you there, and anybody else that would like to go, uh, you can book your spot uh, on the table. Uh, you can go to, I uh, go go to Coastal Conservation Association of California. Okay, go to their page. I will post it later as well, and you can come and join us. at table at ten. So, I think I can steal Rhonda to go with me. If not. I know Ron said he couldn't make it. Maybe I'll steal somebody else, but Ben will be there. Um, maybe the Earthworm, if he wants to make it down there, or even Tony. Uh, plus you, Steve, it'd be great to have you there, and be glad to, to share the the event. The big thing here is honoring right. uh, Bill Shedd, okay? Uh, they do fantastic work. Just to thank him for everything they've done for us, okay, for Fishers of Men. I mean, 100 thousand shirts steve a <laughs> hundred thousand shirts guy harvey that's shirts that's pretty amazing yeah 
So anyway, those are the housekeeping things that I wanted to put out there. Um, you know, we got some boats available. We got some trips available. We got a whole bunch of stuff that 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 are that is going on. But primarily, I want everybody to get out and go fishing. Okay, go fishing is the key. Uh, depending on where you are. Um, I would tell you that right now, 80% of Southern California fishing involves tuna. So you're going to have to have the right gear. Um, if you go on a private boat, gee, I would always put a Mad Mac behind the boat. Okay. Uh, don't go 30, go 15 and um, catch some fish along the way. I mean, that's what the Helena did. You know, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I'm going to be on the center console tomorrow. I'm tempted Tempted just find the temperature mark and just troll south and see if we can pick up a tuna or two. I bet you we would, Steve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, I was down at uh, at the Harbor and Oceanside Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, actually doing an interview for a guy who's writing a book, and I saw a couple of deckhands jump in a skiff. You know, a uh, nice, fast little skiff. Zoom out of the harbor, like, hmm, where are they going? And literally, like, an hour later, here they come back in. They've got a 50-pound bluefin. <laughs> Isn't that cool? They, they got a hot chip on a foamer, went out to it, you know, caught the fish and came back. So that's that's kind of what can happen if you can react quickly. Yeah, I think I, and it's just going to be just Rhonda and I. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take her to Catalina, so I'll cross and maybe mid-channel, maybe find some warm water, and then maybe head south a little bit um, and, and see. Although the uh, west end, it seems that where the boats have been. Uh, so I don't know if we can handle a 150-pounder, but um, it's all good. It's all good. All right, so you want to mention the local nod? Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, the local nod is a restaurant in Huntington Beach. Um, it's on going, the corner of Garfield and Beach Boulevard. Garfi- Garfield and Beach Boulevard. We're going to head after the show. We're going to head there and we'll have breakfast. Great. It, it's a great, uh, perhaps the best uh, hash browns and the best uh, bacon I've ever had. That, that's all I'm going to say. So it, it's really, really good. But anyway, um, Steve. Uh, it's, go fishing, fresh water, soft water, soft go water. Also, also, Sergio, mm-hmm. it, it sounds like, I can't say it sounds like a broken record because nobody, nobody knows what that means anymore. But fresh line, fresh line, fresh line. Mm-hmm. Go to go to your friendly local tackle store that sells a lot of line and winds it on by machine and goes goes through thousands of yards a week so that it's always fresh and get fresh line. The Even other thing. Yeah. Going one time with it. If you're going out after these big bluefin, get fresh line. Yeah, and then that goes for the floral card. But the other thing I would say is um, I saw also on this last trip two situations where the braid was bad. Okay, and I said, "Ask how long you've had it? About two years." I mean, ironically, they could they could be five years and still be good. But if it starts to unravel right in the middle. Okay, it, it happens. It's, just, it, it, it's a material thing. It'll it happen. To look like it's, it starts to look like it's growing hair. Exactly. It's got like little fibers sticking out. Well, yeah, when and we they went busted to the, off, yeah. When we went to the Bay of L.A., I put all new line on, um, and I actually had bad braid put on. It, it must have it been, happens. It, it, it happens. Must, yeah, it happens. And um, But I wanted to bring something back up about real quick about not pulling and making sure you cinch that. 95% of your breakage is from not cinching that knot 
Yeah, Shenzhen is heaven. If you get a curly cue, that's how you know. Okay, and I, I would highly recommend as well if you do not know the right connection knots, and there's. Two that I would highly recommend. The other ones, you know, it's up to you. Uh, I do the FG. The RP is very good, but it's too involved. But if you want to learn how to do these knots, go to YouTube, okay? Or go to Accurate, because Ben does them on, um, yeah. online. You see all the videos you want of him doing the knots, okay? I'm thinking about doing a few for us and putting them up there uh, because they're really, really good, okay? And... You want a good knot. Uh, everybody recommends a knot, but I think, Steve, the most... Uh, right now, I think that the two that are the most popular, especially with deckhands and with uh, captains, is the RP and the FG. And make sure, too, you get a good knot on yeah. to your hook. Right. But, yeah, but hold on a second. Right now it's connection. Steve, right. what? which one do you use? If you're talking about braid to either mono or fluoro, either one, right. I use RP. Mm -hmm, uh, right. The exact number of turns kind of varies a little bit with the brand. Uh, but generally, I mean, my default number is uh, seven wraps mm -hmm. up, seven wraps down. And then my little, my little extra secret trick is when you go through, after you've gone seven up, you go seven down, you go through, everybody knows that. I come back around and I go through again. Oh, very good. Yeah, I do I do seven and five, okay? All right, well, listen, we've reached uh, pretty much the end of the show. I think that they're queuing us about about a minute, right? So I just want to say uh, make sure you get out there. We, we're, we get tired of saying this. you got to have fresh line, reels in good working condition, and the right gear, okay? That way, if you're going to spend the money to go on a boat, You'll have ROI, return on investment, and you'll catch some fish. Okay, even though, even so, I've seen some uh, pretty crazy things out there. <laughs> but listen, be kind to one another. Um, let's be more tolerable with each other, okay? Good fishing, everybody. Life is good. We'll see you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.